Greetings, everybody. Welcome to the Audacity to Shine podcast with your host, Pastor Kay. I do hope that all of you are doing well today, and I'm excited um, to enter into um, a discussion. I believe it's going to be a little bit um, of a continuation from our previous podcast that dealt with the area of forgiveness, forgiveness. Um, Again, during our last podcast, we talked about the power of forgiveness um, as I had just concluded a series that I was teaching um, within our our church, Saturation Ministries. We were teaching on the series entitled The Coat, and it dealt with um, the life of Joseph, who had been given a coat of many colors by his father, Jacob. And as we concluded that series, one of the most striking and impacting attributes um, of Joseph was his ability and his capacity to forgive. Um, As many of you who may know the story uh, of Joseph, um, you know that he suffered great affliction. His brothers mistreated him, mishandled him, even um, to the point of wanting to kill him. Um, His brothers threw him into a pit. And as a result, he was sold into slavery. And Joseph suffered many wrongdoings. But the Bible says that he had this testimony that what the people meant for evil, he believed that God meant it for good. Now, now that's a powerful testimony, certainly a commendable position um, when we think of all that he had to endure. Well, today I wanna continue our discussion on the power of forgiveness, because I believe that our ability and our capacity to forgive is critical to us having the audacity to shine. Forgiveness, as we discussed last time, is the intentional and deliberate choice to release or let go of feelings of anger and resentment and even vengeance towards someone who has wronged us. I emphasize the word choice because it's just that. It's a choice to either forgive or not to forgive. That is a choice that we can make. We can choose to forgive someone We can choose to not forgive someone. However, there are always consequences to whatever choice we make. So during the last podcast, we mainly discussed the ability or or the capacity to forgive others. And I wanna briefly highlight again, um, at least um, those six areas that have helped me in making the decision to forgive. We discussed those in our last podcast. Number one, we all need forgiveness at some point. So the key is to try to treat others the way that we want to be treated when we need forgiveness from others ourselves. Number two, forgiveness is my intentional choice. Forgiveness is not about whether the person quote or unquote unquote deserves it. Forgiveness is not based upon the offender. Forgiveness is based upon your choice, my choice to do so. Number three, forgiveness is a process. Listen, the process starts with an intentional decision, not necessarily with the action of forgiveness. It starts with the decision to forgive. Once we make the decision to forgive, then the process can then begin. Number four, seek help of God through prayer. Oftentimes, forgiveness is a hard thing to do. 
depending on the severity of the offense. Forgiveness is not always easy. And oftentimes we have to allow God to massage our heart, to change our heart so that we can forgive. So we have to seek the help of God through prayer. Number five, find meaning in whatever it is that we've suffered. Although what happened to us may not have been good, it can still work together for our good. So sometimes it's good to find something in what has happened that can now help us grow as a person. I choose to say um, that we have to learn how to attach a purpose to our pain. Because in spite of what happened, there can always be something that we can gain from it and therefore grow from it. And lastly, as we talked about in the last podcast, number six is to seek help. If we are in pain and if we are struggling with the ability to forgive, then it's okay to seek help from someone who can help us navigate through some of the narratives and some of the negative self-talk that may be going on in our mind and in our spirit. It's okay to seek help. Talk to your girlfriend, talk to your pastor, talk to a counselor or therapist. It's okay and sometimes it's necessary to seek help. Now today, I wanna shift our discussion just a little bit because for the most part, Um, During the last podcast, our conversation was mainly dealing with forgiving others from the perspective of forgiving someone else who has wronged us. Today, let's talk about the power of forgiving ourselves. I think that is major, especially when it relates to women. Uh, I believe that as women, we tend to be able to forgive others a lot quicker than we forgive ourselves. And and why is that? Why do you think it's so hard to forgive ourselves? And as I was thinking about it, I felt as if it was really necessary to talk about self-forgiveness because if we don't self-forgive, it will interfere with us being able to move forward. If we don't forgive ourselves, It's going to be very difficult for us to shine and be our authentic selves because there's always going to be something that blocks um, the reality of who we really are, the reality of our greatness, um, the reality of our brilliance, because um, having that unforgiveness in our heart is always going to be a problem area for us. So I I wanted to talk today about forgiving ourselves. And as I was just rehearsing some things in my own spirit, because I believe it's something that we all have had to deal with at some point in time. I remember sharing in the last podcast about um, me going through a divorce after 30 years of marriage. And not only um, did I have to face forgiving my husband, I had to um, face forgiving myself. As I said, when we are in relationships, it's normally not always the fault of one person. If we're honest and transparent with ourselves, we have to acknowledge the fact that we've done some wrong in the relationship ourselves. So oftentimes we are in a place where we have to self-forgive. 
that we have to forgive ourselves in order to move forward. So as I was writing, I wrote down um, about five areas that I think um, we can talk about today. And I, and I hope that you will apply as you deal with any issue that may be related to forgiving yourself for anything that you have done. Number one, accept the responsibility of our actions. And sometimes that's kind of challenging. That is um, a kind of difficult sometimes. But we have to be able to admit to ourselves that we were wrong and then accept the responsibility, not just for the wrong that we've done, but also for what we can do to make it right. So when we accept responsibility, I believe that that is um, accepting also the responsibility to not only uh, acknowledge that we've done something that may have hurt someone else, but we're also going to try to do something to make amends for that. Also, when we accept responsibility, that moves us from a position of justifying our actions at the expense of addressing our actions. Because sometimes we can feel justified on what we've done. We'll say, well, this person did this to me, so this is why I did this to them. But at the end of the day, that's just justifying actions that may still be wrong, even though we may feel like the person deserved it. I try to not use the word deserve in my vocabulary because think about it. If we were to get what we deserved all the time, we would lead some miserable lives, I believe. And so I try to never use what a person deserves. I think it's always good to try to treat people the way we want to be treated. So number one, when we're dealing with self-forgiveness, I believe it's necessary that we first accept the responsibility for our actions, not justify our actions, but accept the responsibility for our actions. Number two, acknowledge and apologize. I think we have to be careful with apologies that start with, if I hurt you, then I'm sorry. Well, no, 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 not if I hurt you, because then that might uh, mean that somewhere in our heart, we don't really believe that the person uh, is deserving of the apology. So I believe that we have to acknowledge that we were wrong and apologize. So it's not if I hurt you, it's because I hurt you, I'm really sorry. I did not mean to hurt you. And so I apologize. Apologies, um, we have to learn to be sincere though because I think sometimes um, in relationships, we can throw the, those words around very easily, I'm sorry. But I believe that when we are sincere in saying that I'm sorry, that it's not just words, that it then becomes action because we're going to accept the responsibility for what we've done. We're going to acknowledge what we've done. We're going to apologize for what we've done. And then we're going to address it so that we can change that type of behavior. Number three, I think it's important that we try to understand and find out the why of our actions. You know, the what of our actions is very apparent. We've done something to hurt someone, something we've said, something we've done, but there may be feelings and emotions that we've never addressed, 
even possibly from our childhood or um, past relational experiences that are contributing to the why of our behavior. When we try to understand the why, then we can move forward and move toward addressing the behavior and eliminating the potential that the behavior will be repeated. Sometimes we really don't know why we're doing things. Sometimes we really don't know why. It's because we haven't taken the time to explore our own emotions and our feelings. For some of us, that might be a scary thing to do because we have suppressed things for so long, we don't even realize that the feelings that we've suppressed still have power to impact and affect the behavior that we're exhibiting today. So I think it's important that when we're dealing with self-forgiveness, that we allow ourselves to explore why we are behaving the way we are behaving. Why are these actions occurring in my life? Because when we can address the what and also address the why, then we can move toward eliminating behaviors that are undesirable for us. Number four, I think it's important for us to refuse to allow ourselves to be, identif- to, to be identified as the mistake or the failure. Women, come on. Too often, we allow our mistakes and our failures to identify who we are. We equate ourselves with the mistake. We equate ourselves with the failure. And we do ourselves such a disservice and an injustice when we do that. Sometimes um, we're going to make mistakes. I mean, we all make mistakes. Sometimes we make colossal mistakes. Nevertheless, we are not the mistake. And and I want to repeat that. I I feel like I need to repeat that in your hearing. And I want you to repeat it with me. Let's try it together. I am not my mistake. Let's repeat it again. I am not my mistake. Let's go even further. I am not my failure. I am not my failure. I think women struggle sometimes with the fact that um, we don't believe that we're worthy for forgiveness because we have equated ourselves with the mistake and we have equated ourselves with the failure. Too often we allow the mistake or the failure to cause us to devalue ourselves. No, no, we have to understand we made a mistake. We're not the mistake. We have to understand that we failed at something, but failure is not who we are. I can remember um, my mom saying to me, that failure is not your name. Failure is something that happened. It's not who I am. And I try to hold on to that because again, hey, we're gonna make mistakes. We're going to fail at something, but that does not make you less than who you are. And forgiving ourselves, listen, it's not minimizing or letting ourselves off the hook for something that we've done. Forgiving ourselves is simply giving ourselves the freedom to move past what we've done in order to become better. We're all going to make mistakes, but I am not 
my mistake. And I needed to hold on to that. And for me, it was something that I had to repeat on a daily basis for quite some time. Because the emotions, I, I was so, I felt so bad and I felt so guilty about some mistakes that I made. And so that was my self-talk, that I'm, I'm always making this mistake. I can never get it right. I can never do it right. And those types of statements that are going on and being rehearsed in our mind, they cause us to diminish who we are. And after we continue to listen to that kind of negative self-talk, we begin to believe it. And the more we believe that we're not worthy, the more we believe that we are the mistake, the more we believe that we are the failure, the more we will exhibit those types of behaviors. So you have to refuse to allow yourself to be identified as the mistake or as the failure. Repeat it again, I am not my mistake. I am not my failure. And lastly, just one more thing. I want you to make a commitment to refuse to dwell. Refuse to dwell. We have to make an intentional decision to not allow ourselves to dwell in the place of guilt and especially in a place of shame. I, I remember going through my divorce and um, I was afraid to go back to my church, my home church, because uh, when I had left there, I was married. I'm a minister, um, my husband, a, a, a trustee in the church. And so I was, I, I felt guilty. I was embarrassed and I felt shame. Like, what are these people going to say? And they're going to ask questions and they're going to place blame and, and all of the things that were going through my mind. And I had to make a conscious decision to not dwell to not dwell in the mistake, to not dwell in the failure, to not dwell in the guilt, and to get rid of the shame. I had to acknowledge I made a mistake. You have to acknowledge that you made a mistake. We apologize and attempt to make amends for the mistake, and then we have to move forward to the place of forgiveness. Listen, what I've learned is we cannot control the actions of others because again, forgiveness is a choice for everyone. So we cannot control if another person is going to forgive us or not. But what we can control is our own forgiveness of ourselves. Remember forgiveness is a choice. And I want to encourage you today to make a conscious decision to forgive yourself. Yes, it was wrong. No, you shouldn't have said it. No, you shouldn't have done it. But acknowledge that you did that and let's move to a place of forgiving ourselves so that we can become better. Remember, it's a choice. You have the ability and the capacity right now to say, I choose to forgive me. I know that I've made mistakes. I know that I've messed up, but I choose to forgive me. Can I remind you of something? I just want to remind you today that you are worth every effort necessary in the process of self-forgiveness. 
Can I remind you of something else? You are not your mistake. You made a mistake. Learn from it. Grow from it. You are not your failure. You failed at something. Learn the lesson and move forward. Now listen, I know, I know that sometimes it's easier said than done. Trust me, I know that all too well. But I also know that self-forgiveness is doable and self-forgiveness is necessary. Will it take time? Sometimes, yes. Will it be worth it? All the time, yes. Because if we are not in a position to forgive ourselves, it's going to be very difficult for us to excel. It's going to be very difficult for us to shine. And it's our time to shine. So this is why I felt it necessary to just revisit the topic of forgiveness. And and really, we can stay on this topic for quite some time because I believe that the majority of us have had to deal with this issue and it has not been an easy issue. It's not an easy task to forgive others and it's not an easy task to forgive ourselves sometimes, but it is a necessary action. It's gonna take courage for you to forgive, not just others, it's gonna take courage for you to forgive yourself. But it's something that you have to intentionally, deliberately do. Every day, you're going to have to tell yourself that you are worth whatever you have to do to become who you really are. And if that means that you have to step outside of um, that place of unforgiveness, then please, by all means, step outside of that place. I need you to employ the same things that you do to forgive other people. I want you to believe that you're worthy of those same actions. You are worthy of those same actions. That took a while for me to really um, acknowledge and accept. I mean, because I think it's one thing to understand it cerebrally, to acknowledge it. It's another thing to actually do it. And so that's why I felt it necessary to come back today and not just simply talk about forgiveness in general, but more specifically to talk about self-forgiveness. You're gonna have to forgive you in order to move forward. And we can talk about um, more ways to, to take actions toward that, but I believe that what we've shared so far is just a beginning and can really help you to step out to a place where you can forgive yourself. Again, We all need forgiveness at some point in time. So forgive yourself. You're worth it. You really are. I need you to understand that. Accept the responsibility of your actions. We have to discontinue justifying actions that we know are not right. Even if we feel others have done wrong to us, we have to still get to the place where I can hear my mom saying, two wrongs don't make a right. Have you ever heard that? Two wrongs don't make a right. So just because someone has wronged you does not give us the liberty or the right to do wrong unto them. Now that's a place of maturity 
that some of us have to still arrive. <laughs> some of us may not be there. But for those of you who are there and you are ready to move forward, then accept the responsibility of your actions. Acknowledge your actions and apologize. I think take some time to explore so that you can understand the why of your actions. Please, by all means, refuse to allow yourself to be identified as the mistake or as the failure. No, you made a mistake and you may have failed, but that's not who you are. The mistakes and the failures do not define you. And lastly, refuse to dwell. Again, we're going to make the mistakes, but don't dwell in the guilt. Don't dwell in a place of unforgiveness. Ask God to help you. Talk with your girlfriends. Talk with someone that you trust so that you can move to a place of forgiveness. I am convinced that um, people suffer even physically because of unforgiveness. That there are things that are going on mentally, physically in our bodies because of unforgiveness. Researchers have said that when we forgive, we are releasing ourselves from imprisonment, really emotional bondage. And we are releasing ourselves from things that happen in our body as a result of unforgiveness. Headaches, stress, anxiety, all of these things can be linked to unforgiveness, not just unforgiveness of others, but unforgiveness of ourselves. So today is your day that I, I trust. You're going to intentionally, deliberately, purposefully forgive you. It starts with the decision and then the action, the process begins. So I encourage you today to make the decision to forgive you. I know, as I've said before, it may be easier said than done, but take the chance. The audacity to shine is all about taking the risk of faith. And I believe that you are worth the risk of faith to forgive yourself so that you can shine in everything that God has destined for you. You can shine and become your authentic self. You can shine and become the totality of everything you're dreaming about. There is nothing that can hold you hostage because you are releasing all of that unforgiveness for others and more importantly, for yourself. So today, choose to forgive you. Choose to forgive you. It's your time to shine. And I believe that as we move in the place of forgiveness, we will indeed have the audacity to shine. I'm looking forward to talking with you soon. See you next time. Love and blessings.